My name is Cavernous Maximiner. I have been playing this game for most of a halfling's lifespan. And to prove it, I'll be sharing the latest classic version of the best game ever with my much younger hipster buddies. <laughs> I'm old. I'm the best. So, like, hey? Greetings, adventuresome soul. Grab your stool and peer into my hypnotic sleeve tats and double-braided beard. Um, okay. I like your beard. I really like his beard. Hi, I'm Juniper, and I brew my own beer in clay jugs that I buried in a vintage hole and sell online. <laughs> I've invited some of the most profound and self-proclaimed famous youngsters. Fair wench, prithee, is that chair not soft enough for thine posterior? Are you a perv? I'm grammin' if you are. I'm so about to get triggered by this, jeez. I'm Mercedes, and I blog semi-professionally about beekeeping and colony collapse. If by that you imply that I am from the dimension of perv, then no. <laughs> they have no idea what secrets await them. So, like, I can eat whatever I want, right? We will have to let the dice decide that. What fascist doctrine is this based on, Cook? I was told I can be whatever I want. This game seems more like a truth bath than a shower of sunshine. I'm Maiko. I rent goats for natural lawn maintenance from farm-to-table companionship. Come, you have earned your place at the table. Adventure awaits. Earned? Earned? I've never earned anything in my entire life. What sort of... I'm Michelle, and I run a successfully kickstarted podcast with multiple crowdfunding options and a monetized YouTube channel where I watch screensavers all day. Now, for my favorite part, the best part of the whole game, the moment that makes it all worthwhile, roll your stats. Roll your stats. Roll your stats. And roll your stats. Did I roll my stats? Yes, roll your stats. And that, my friends, is how we roll. Rolling stats, only on Nerd and Blundery or something. Tune in Tuesdays, Thursdays, or whenever. Jeez, why so much pressure? God. Hey, roll your stats. I thought we were trading beard oils. The shapes of those dice are triggering me. Ugh. <sighs> Can't I just earn XP based on what I believe I'd be good at? If I level up on SJW, do I have to choose a race? Hello, Swarmcast listeners! You're listening to a very uh, interesting seasonal episode of the Swarmcast. And, well, heck, let's kick it off right, shall we? When I was four, I believed in Santa Claus, though I knew it was my dad. And I would hang up my stocking at Christmas, open my presents and I'd be glad. But the last time I played Father Christmas, I stood outside a cave door. A gang of kobolds came over and mugged me, and knocked me and reindeer and me to the floor. They said, Father Christmas, give us your money. Don't mess around with those silly toys We'll beat you up if you don't hand it over We want your bread, so don't make us annoyed Give all the toys To 
get a little rich boys! Don't give my brother that bootlicker outfit. Don't give my sister a spiky toy. We don't want a jigsaw or the stupid Monopoly money. We only want the real McCoy. <laughs> Give us the money. We'll beat you up if you make us annoyed. Father Christmas. Give us the money. Don't mess around with those silly toys. But give King Tork some food. He's got a great big mouth to feed. And if you've got one, I'll have a machine gun so I can scare all those gnomes down the street. Father <laughs> Christmas, give us the money. We got no time for your silly toys. We'll beat you up if you don't hand it over. We want your bread, so don't make us annoyed. Give all those toys to the little stinky rich boys. Have yourself a good time But remember the cobalts who got nothing While you're drinking down your wine Father Christmas, give, give us the money We got no time for your silly toys Father Christmas, please hand it over We'll beat you up, so don't make us annoyed. Father Christmas, give us your money. Don't mess around with your silly toys. We'll beat you up if you don't hand it over. We want your bread, so don't make us annoyed. Give all the toys to the little rich boys. <laughs> All right, so sit back and relax. We're going to have some board game reviews. We're going to have a puzzle review. We're going to have some reviews from the last time we had Scarab way back in January of 2020. Swancast has board game reviews for you. Yeah, you got the good, bad, and other stuff to tell you. So listen up to our board game reviews. You'll really like it, or I'll make you eat your shoes. G.I. <laughs> Joe Deck Building Game by Renegade Game Studios. For one to four players, ages 13 and up, plays in 30 to 70 minutes. Answer the call. Fall in! The evil organization, Cobra, threatens the world with their schemes, and it's up to you to stop them. In this deck-building game, you and your fellow players will lead teams of G.I. Joe soldiers on missions to stop Cobra's dastardly plans. Each player starts the game with a meager deck that will grow with more powerful as you recruit veterans from the G.I. Joe team, requisition gear, and field new vehicles. This fully cooperative game pits you against increasingly dangerous missions to save the world. The score set begins your journey with everything needed to play, but be prepared for more Joes and missions to come. Reviewed by Ruby and John. Yay! Yeah, it's both of us back behind the mic together. Wow, it's yeah. been a while. Usually it's one or the other. That's true. 
All right. So everything about that blurb is, is uh, accurate. pretty darn accurate. Yeah. And I, I've never before, I can't recall ever hearing a blurb for a deck builder where it says, you start with a meager deck. Right? Um, so, hey, let's go and talk about some good stuff that we found about this game, um, the G.I. Joe deck builder game. Yeah. They say it's fully cooperative, a fully co-op game. And it is. And it is. That's also a little unusual. There's no, the, the, the modes are either solo or co-op. So it's pretty much just all co-op huh. all the way around. Yeah. So I thought that the game was very on point with its theme. All of its cards, all of its components, all of its art. Okay. It was very Joe, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was, uh, my notes that I made were that uh, it's a good use of co-op because we it totally encourages every anytime you go to do something it's like well i'm going to do this right well i here's how i can pitch in to help it's that's right not just heavily encouraged it's it's part of the game right and that's very nice um yeah and like you were saying with the with it's very gi joe i yeah. said it, it really plays off of the the <laughs> core gi joe characters very well right. I, I i was saying the 80s cartoon characters but it's a little bit like you know the idw yep. Comic, comic characters as well which yeah. is very much right. the 80s core core characters so that's right pretty cool. and the art is very mm-hmm. 80s cartoon comic i mean it isn't the weird old animation style cartoon yeah, but it's, it's definitely has that 80s it's feel. got that feel but yeah. it definitely seems more like the current like idw in-house style right which um which is great uh the other thing i have that's good about it is is that this game makes no references to pork chop pork chop sandwiches <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sick of pork chops. That was in my other ca- that was in my other category, but I moved it all the way up to the good. Yeah, it's not in there. Yeah. Um, one of the other good things that I didn't make a note of, but I thought was great, is there's totally a card where you see I think it's either Duke or Flint st- talking to a bunch of kids standing in front of a camera, and it's saying <laughs> it says like knowing is half, half the, the battle. battle. Yeah. And they do de- they do a lot of show references on the cards too. Mm-hmm. So if you're a fan of the old show, you'll get some of them. And otherwise, they just fit if you aren't familiar with them. Oh yeah. The thing I like about the actual game box itself mm-hmm. is it leaves room for expansion for when and if there is more to this game. The other thing I really like about this is the box itself. While it leaves room for the expansion and everything. It actually, all the components and the cards fit in there nicely. So if you accidentally turn it upside down or you give it a shake, you haven't just screwed up all of your decks and all of the cards and bits in it. Yeah. And and like on the blurb, how it talks about um, there's room for the for any expansions and extra missions and such. Mm-hmm. It's kind of neat because this game is mission driven. So you decide, well, which mission do we want to go on? The mission we went on just happened to be the one based off of the first the episode. First, the first uh four episode series of the original cartoon so that was kind of cool because as we're playing i was like i remember this okay so i guess let's go into the bad (sighs) dun 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 i'll say this for our our first time playing it as a two-player game it was hard oh it was real hard it was very hard yeah this is also not a game i think that a casual board gamer would get into at least for the first time we both went into it not knowing anything about it, more or less. John read uh-huh. up on the rules and stuff like that. So we aren't even counting that into playtime, but it definitely did not fit into its uh, yeah, playtime. Yeah, 70-minute playtime. Right. Yeah. But there's just so many little rules here and there, and the cards 
while that's normal for a deck builder, each card changes the rules slightly. It seemed we were referencing the rule book way too often. And there were so many different piles. It was like, oh, there's this pile of, of battalions mm-hmm, versus mm-hmm. officers versus... Uh, there was another pile where you had to keep pulling out like Sir, not Serpentor, but um, <laughs> like the different uh, like Cobra. Well, we didn't have Cobra Commander per se, but like Baroness, Baroness or and Baron all Blood those. And, stuff like and that. then there was a special deck for encounters, and then there was right. the missions, and then there were side missions, like and the then complications there were that, right. that came up where were crazy right yeah so uh, it, there there are a lot of moving parts for a deck builder yeah i agree for <laughs> for i was gonna say that for a deck builder this definitely right. has a lot of moving parts but that being said there's i know we both say it was bad but it's no only, i didn't it's say only, it was bad well, it was just i've kind of got that in my bad but only because yeah. our first time out of the gate Correct. playing it but i remember after this i was like i would love to play this again because yes. i see how the complexity of this is is a really good thing right but like I said, not necessarily for a casual board gamer first time out and uh-huh. no one having played it before. If you play with someone experienced that knows it a little better, right. it would go smoother. Um, oh, yeah. My note was definitely I would need to play this at least one more time to give it a fully fair okay. shake. Yeah. And and I would like to play it with more than just um, two player. Two players. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I said the, um, the, the threat level on it escalates and amps Real up. Real quick. Really quickly. We found it just snowballing out of our control at one point. I think if we played it again, even in two player, it might not be quite as tough because we didn't realize how we need to knock certain things out before you do other things. Right, right. Um, So you have to balance the completing the missions with building your deck and getting your gear and people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My my big bad thing, and this one kind of kind of really makes it so i'm not real enthusiastic about purchasing the game is that it can use more dice to roll okay because it only has eight dice and you could easily easily get right. 10 and up so being able to get some and, extra dice would be good right okay um even if they sold it separately as an add-on oh i'd be know, all down for that right yeah. but then some of the other chits you might want a few more but mainly it was the dice it just there weren't enough dice yeah uh, yeah, if I had to add in a component, it would definitely be the dice. Yeah. All right. Well, that's our bad that we said about the game, which isn't really too terribly bad, right, actually. Right, 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 right. So let's talk about some other. This is, I I mean, it's a G.I. Joe deck builder game, so the other category <laughs> could be incredibly large here. It could be. Uh, basically, I, I don't think I've ever played a game that was this co-op as a deck uh-huh. builder. I mean, I've played other co-op games, but not as a deck-building game. not quite like this. Right, yeah. right, right. I thought it was a really neat take on a deck-builder. Yeah. Because deck-builders are not usually my thing to begin with. Okay. They just feel tedious and boring and mathy. Okay. Lots of math. So so if you're if you're into yeah. a game like Dominion, yeah. this, is not, <laughs> this is not that kind of deck-builder. No. Um, you're not going for victory points or anything. Your, your goal is to defeat... Uh, Cobra, yeah, the the, the terrorist missions. organization yeah. known as Cobra, and yeah. defeat the mission or beat the mission. So I I like that it's kind of a built in built in timer yeah. in a way. Um, I from the other category, I was like it's it's interesting because it's a deck builder that uses a lot of dice. Mm-hmm. It's completely co op. Yeah, 
and it has a bunch of other it has like a, tr- a tracker for tracking the threat level of cobra and stuff that's right i totally forgot to mention that and it's even like in the shape of a cobra yes it's in the shape of a cobra yeah it, it that was a neat way and a mm-hmm. lot of the cards that you can play and the side missions that you play and do reduce your threat level uh-huh. or give you different bonuses like, so that was neat so it doesn't always going up 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 and up you could manage it's, the it's threat gonna go level up and down fine, yeah, right yeah you manage the threat level but because yeah. there, because there were certain times where it's like, well, I'm gonna fight this stupid guy, but right. I'm gonna do it because I've got two cards that will let me drop the threat level twice if right. I do that. Right. And so that was kind of nice being able to just take out a little peon just to drop that because, you know, what's his face, uh, Sergeant Blood was kicking yeah. our butt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Baroness wasn't too much uh, better. Yeah, Baroness special was you had to start a fight or with, mission with, with a, a leader, leader card, which is a special. And we type only of card. had two between three between the two of us. That's right. Yeah. So it was very we, hard we to had get out. Yeah. Um, so one of the uh, one of the nice little things about the other part of this too is depending on how many players and depending on what you're doing determines how you set up the deck. So yeah. you could still do the same mission over and over again, and you're going to get different things in each deck. Right, and they include something for expert. Oh, that's mode right. To make it even more challenging, I can only yes. imagine how hard that is. We'd have we'd have to get a few more plays in before we go into expert mode. Right. Um, let's see. My other category, I say the thing I already said about mission one being yeah. based off the original tv episode and mission two apparently has something to do with uh dr mindbender <laughs> so that was a thing that i talked about um with ruby offline afterwards i was like you know this game this one in particular the base game mm-hmm. doesn't have any of the bizarre gi joe characters that get introduced later because right. though so you mentioned serpentor just because you talked about right, it so right. much so serpentor not in this game <laughs> sergeant slaughter not in this game but neither is like uh the fridge uh-huh. or globulus or any of the weird uh-huh. cobra mutants and stuff right this is uh this is easily season one and two of the game so you know you've got you've got duke but you've also got flint Okay. You know, you've got Lady J, but you've also got Scarlet. Matter of fact, I played Lady J and you played Flint. And I played Flint. Yeah, yeah. it was random. We just happened yeah, to choose just, those two. Yeah. It's interesting. Uh, let's see. Uh, also in the other category, I already mentioned the thing about knowing it's half the battle. I thought that was neat, too, because <laughs> right. in the picture, he's actually standing, standing. with the kids yes. in front of a camera. So he's recording that PSA. Okay. Did you have anything for the other category? No, I think that's everything. So would you recommend this game and would you buy this game? I put maybes for both of these, but I think I might. Sh- it's a maybe leaning strong into the yes category for buy, mm-hmm. but definitely a, a maybe for recommend because we know so many casual board gamers. Right. I don't know if I would just plop this on the table and go, hey, let's play. Yeah. Want to have some fun? Let's play this. Because, <laughs> I mean, I didn't have a problem with the fact that we lost the mission. Oh, yeah, me either. I was like, oh, well, okay, well, that's part of the game. But I know there's some folks who would. Yeah. just be really upset if, if that happened yeah. on their first playthrough. What about you? Um, I also said maybe for both of them. I'm still probably more firmly in the maybe just because I don't really, not a fan of G.I. Joe. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of deck builders. Okay. I would play it if someone wanted to play it with me yeah. and they owned it. Okay. Yeah. I definitely would do that. And I, I think if I knew I was going to get this to the table more often, I uh-huh. would definitely lean more towards the yes and the buy. Yeah. So before we leave, uh, do you have a favorite G.I. Joe or Cobra character? I'm asking Ruby. She's like, uh. No. I don't even remember watching it on TV as a kid. <laughs> I mean, there's some vague 
cartoon commercially type things I remember, but no. Okay. No, that wasn't me. Well, I don't know. Well, my favorite... Snake Eyes? Snake Eyes. Everyone so I don't know. That's the only one I can remember. Everyone, Duke and Snake Eyes. But that's only because eyes. of the movie with T- Jad, uh, Chad Tatum. So so, so my two <laughs> my two favorites, I don't even think were in the game. In fact, I know one of them wasn't. My like, I don't think Zartan was even in the game. Okay. But if I had to pick a favorite Cobra that I know was in this game, it would totally be Destro. Okay. okay. And as far as the, the Eccleston G- version, uh, of course. No, 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 that that movie was. <laughs> <laughs> but, but as far as my favorite Joes, uh, Sir not appearing in this game, my favorite GI Joe was Chuckles, who is like nobody's favorite gi joe character except mine <laughs> if you don't know who chuckles is he's pretty much sam axe before sam axe became a thing who sam axe from a uh, burn notice oh you yeah. know bruce campbell's character oh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Kid, kids go look that up um but favorite gi joe that was in this game jinx okay okay you, you saw as soon as I she did. came on there i was like i don't even know what her powers are but i'm buying her yeah okay i'm recruiting her onto my team all right so again that was our review of before I go too far down the G.I. Joe rabbit hole. That was our review of the G.I. Joe deck builder game. By Renegade Game Studios. And now you know. And it's half the battle. Go Joe! Transformers deck building game by Renegade Game Studios. For one to five players, ages 13 and up. Plays in 45 to 90 minutes. Transform and roll out! The Autobots are brave robot warriors hailing from the planet Cybertron. Their mission... To stop the Decepticons from enacting their evil schemes on Earth. In this deck-building game, you will take on the role of one of the mighty Autobots. Travel and explore the Matrix and transform between your different modes as you gain allies, find relics, and acquire technology to do battle with the Decepticons. But be warned, as your deck grows, more powerful Decepticons will rise up and challenge you. The Transformers deck-building game can be played competitively or as cooperative experience. Uh, this core set will begin your collection with everything you need to play, but the battle is far from over as playable Decepticons are on the way to expand your game. Ooh. Ooh. On a side note, that explains so much. It does. So hey, everybody. So hey, guys. This game is being reviewed by myself, John, and I'm joined by Ruby. Ruby. All right. So, wow. I'm as excited when I got this one. I know you are. I know you are, because you backed this one personally, so you have your own private copy, and then we mm-hmm. have a review copy, That's which right. we're going to put in play to win at Scarab. That's right. Somebody could win this game. Yeah. That'll be super exciting. Yeah. So we're talking about the Transformer deck building game. Yes. So let's talk about the good of this game. Um, first and foremost, it was a lot of fun. It was, actually. I am not a deck builder type game person. But I really enjoyed this, so it's super rare. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't necessarily because of the theme. I just enjoyed the way the game played. That's true. It it um it actually set up pretty easily, pretty quickly. It did not necessarily feel like a deck builder to me. It felt more like a card based board game, like because okay, okay, because you okay. laid out a field of cards. And you were flipping cards over. So yeah, you had to manage your your movement and your stuff, and you used the cards in your hand, which were your deck, okay. to get your movement and your attack and your stuff like that. So you had to do some movement management, and that part was the deck building part. But that didn't even feel like a deck building thing to me. It just, it just yeah okay yeah. I gotcha. So it felt more like a board game to me, right? Especially since we're um, you're moving. 
little Autobot pieces right. around the cards. on yeah. on the the matrix. literal matrix of yeah. cards that's yeah. out yeah. there. So uh, yeah, I think it was it was very thematic. Each of the characters that we played um had their special abilities that made sense for them like correct and like, so it didn't feel samey so it was mm-hmm. you you played i played optimus prime and i played rc rc is a big weapons expert so of and course, a lot of movement so of course rc was very fast but right. rc got a lot of bonuses whenever maneuvers correct. and stuff were put out right which was a type of card right whereas optimus his big thing was as as if i rolled into combat and an ambush started i could transform right away at any allies any bots that i put on my side would get bonuses because you know he's he's, the leader because he's optimus right he could transform and roll out i chose my character randomly Mm -hmm. oh we know we know (laughs) even the listeners know it it does have that thing you can choose them randomly um let's see what else the even the characters when you recruit them onto your side Uh at least for me i could tell it's like oh that makes sense of course ratchet of course ratchet would have all these like you know, things to help you heal damage. Right. And, and of course, uh, who was it? I think I had Jazz and he had... No, oh, I had Wheeljack. Wheeljack. Wheeljack was the guy giving me bonuses if I played equipment out. And that yeah. totally made sense. Yeah. So I mentioned that I usually don't get into deck builders and whatnot. But uh-huh. um, I'm not real sure if it was because of the way the game played. It probably was. But I also had a very <laughs> enthusiastic fan... So he kind of colors my opinion on some things because he was just so excited. What? <laughs> there, there was definitely some some neat um, tactical things that just happened there in was. the game. And it was all based off of the way things came out. But a lot of the stuff when we got it, like when the military base came out and we realized what it did, it was like, wow, that makes a lot of sense. And where it happened to be placed in our matrix was Right, right was in great. the middle of our matrix. Right. So that was great too. And the, just every time a Decepticon got, I, yeah, okay, I got excited whenever a Decepticon came out. He did. He was like, ooh. I was like, oh, it's Buzzsaw. Or not Buzzsaw, uh, Laserbeak yeah. and Rumble. And, and in this game. Soundwave came out after that. But more importantly, in this game, for all you fanboys out there, let's start this argument. In this game, Rumble is red. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> uh, Anyways, this so the other good another good thing is this game is uh, incredibly replayable because mm-hmm. you, you you construct the decks each time so you don't know which Decepticons are going to come out. Right. Um, you might even not not even know which Autobot you're going to be playing. Right. And and you don't necessarily know what's going to be in the Matrix because not all those cards are going to get shuffled in. Right. And the fact that this can either be solo, co-op, or competitive. Right. So. A game is totally different if you're competing against each other versus mm-hmm. if you're playing together. So that includes way more playability there, too. Yes. Um, this game also definitely plays within its time. It does. Um, and it doesn't... Yeah. It's it's difficult enough with how we played it, with the the, the, yeah, okay. the settings and the stuff that we had in it. Um, it doesn't feel impossible to win like some other deck building games do. Or, yes yes so uh, yes there were tough parts and yes we didn't always succeed mm-hmm. but it didn't it didn't feel like oh i'll never win it it doesn't feel like arkham horror where you know oh I yeah missed. it wasn't an escalating yeah. Uh, yeah bad things happening kind of kind of deal okay uh any other good good that you want to add to this mm, i can't stress enough that i really like the co-op mode yeah I, 
Yeah, Culpa Note. Yeah. And now and for I enjoyed the way the Matrix laid out. Mm-hmm. Now, even in competitive mode, you can still kind of co-op because you can. Ask if for someone, help. if if you're going up a Decepticon, you're like, I just can't quite fight this guy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need some help. The a player could be like, I'll help you out. So you could negotiate. And that's or? and that's where the um the face down where because oh. in co-op mode you would play the that other person would play a card that. face down and you gotta you gotta decide. Hmm, do I think they're actually helping me out or are they going to play something and go, ha ha, that makes sucker, sense now. I just played a card just to mess you up. Because in co-op, I was like, why bother showing, you know, mm-hmm. covering it up? You're already telling me, yeah, I'll help you and here's how right. much. And in co-op mode, you're playing for yeah. victory points, whereas when we're playing, not sorry, not co-op. In competitive. In competitive, you're playing for victory points, whereas in co-op, we were just generating energon left okay. and right. Okay. So co-op, very different feel to the game. Right. So, and we did only play co-op. Right. So let's see. Now we get into the bad category. There, I know there's one mm. thing that we both agreed on in yeah. the bad category. And this could have just been because they were brand new components, but uh-huh. the plastic stands were so stiff that you couldn't open them without snapping it. So it was really hard to put the cardboard chit in the plastic standee. Mm-hmm. I was... a if you weren't super careful, you would either split the cardboard or you would bend the cardboard in an awkward place. Right. But I did manage to get ours into the standees just fine. Right. But it took a lot of careful finagling. Right. Now, the good the upside to that is once you get them in the standees, oh, uh, there's, no, there's, no, there's really no reason to take them out, back out of the standees. <laughs> they give you enough of those. Um, I f- felt like some of the rules for the Decepticons were not super clear at first anyway. Yeah, I couldn't figure especially out. especially with the minion ones, like, like Laserbeak. Like Laserbeak. I was like, why does he have move when he... When you don't move. He doesn't move. But after reading that blurb on Again. the back of the box, yeah. it's like, oh, because if there's Decepticons, you would recruit, recruit Laserbeak. Them. Right. And that's why he has those stats on it. Yeah. So, so they were planning for the future. Yeah, to which I say, cool. Good, good move, Renegade. Because everybody right off the bat was like, will we be able to play Decepticons? Mm-hmm. Because, I don't know, people are evil. Um, <laughs> uh, I said there needed to be a better way to track your move yes. move power all those little things the energy the range and the movement they give you a few tokens to help they you do. keep track of that but i felt like they needed something they, better so for example playing rc if i'm in car mode i have three You've movement. Got so much movement i've got three movement base that doesn't include any of the any of the cards i play or any allies i have out uh-huh. that give me extra movement and you only have three movement chit per character so right. or there was a limited yeah very limited in right the, um and kind of the same thing with the energy because you could use the energy to buy cards you use the energy to move search the matrix uh-huh. you know you use all this energy so you're built you actually you can build up a very large thing of energy and that's different from energon right energon is a special and i felt those were enough chits and those were fun right those are very thematic and fun. right right that kind of falls in the other category mm-hmm. but you know so if we had little plastic batteries and little, little <laughs> plastic little plastic tires i guess i don't so know anyway it but it, yes i totally agree there would be it would be nice to have some other way to to track those. to track that even even if i pulled out a pad of paper and a pencil I'm and sorry, just or just wrote chuck, it down or, or chucked a couple of 10-sider dice right into the just thing. something 
any other any other thing in the bad category um no mine was just about the chits and the way to keep track of the okay because oh boy we're getting ready to get into the other category oh but anyway sorry about that's fine about the tracking with the, some other way but the reason that i say it gets a little bit complicated and it would be nice to be able to track those a different way is because you can do any of the things the move the searching the the uh-huh. buying in yeah, any in order, any order. Right. and you can split them up so you say i have four movement i'm going to move two i'm going to search one and uh move one more. move one more so you know being able to to track that a little bit better than just kind of on your i don't know <laughs> no i gotcha yeah on your on your fingers and toes and yeah stuff. all right yes now on to the other i'm gonna say it because we already mentioned it the energon had their own chits and there was enough of them so what was neat about the energon ones other than them being clear pink cool color like in the cartoon uh well, you had the small ones and you had the big ones. Right? They were different sizes. So, so you had like the big ones were fives and the small ones are ones. But but you know, the Energon was awesome. <laughs> it was it was just like in the just like in the show. Right. Just like in the cartoon. Uh we already mentioned there the well the three three modes. Three modes cuz there's cuz this one also has a solo mode, but right. um yeah, you know. I felt like the art and the characters, the, it's it's all using the G1 characters but with that more modern like idw kind of right vibe and aesthetic on it which is that's a comic by the way people which is great yeah kids go ask your parents <laughs> um and also in my other category big bonus for me is one of the heroes you can recruit it's cliff jumper <laughs> my probably my favorite autobot ah uh, yes but i did notice that if if uh cooperative if you're using relics there's a relic autobot which is jetfire Who's Jetfire? Jetfire. He's the guy who turns into a big jet. He's an Autobot. <sighs> so he he's uh, if you're into Macross or okay or Robotech. Oh, he's the he's the one that they stole. Snuck in, stole. Yeah. All right. And then all sorts of copyright hilarity ensued from there. So he very rarely shows up nowadays. Right, but when he does show up, it's like, ooh, he's big and he can mm-hmm. fly. And so. okay. Um, gosh, I feel like there should be more in this other category because I'm a huge Transformers fan. So you are. Well, half there of, should be a, half of that comic book room is Transformers related, right? Uh, I know there was a big discussion at some point where people were asking Renegade, "Can I use the GI Joe deck builder and the Transformers deck builder together?" The yeah, answer is no. no. They're two very different games. Two very different games. As as fun as that would be, as as fun, interesting as fun fanfic as that would be, yeah. It's just not going to happen. Not yet. Okay. 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 Uh, did you have anything else in the other category? I did. I'm surprised you didn't mention this because I already know you're planning and buying things for some of it. Oh, um, planning in... on. <laughs> planning on. Yeah. You already had all but like two of them. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the we mentioned that you're moving an Autobot around the Matrix and it's in a cardboard chit in a stand. Mm-hmm. Well, there's plenty of space in this box and they even have a well divot that there are a handful of these smaller non-transformable plastic figurines mm-hmm. of of transformers and i say this because john collects a lot of transformers so you know we get all sorts of weird kitschy things 
uh, transformer related. But um, what were they? Earth's Mightiest Heroes? No, not Earth's Mightiest Heroes. It's Marvel. <laughs> that's, a, that's Avengers. <laughs> um, um, it's like robot heroes. Mighty. It's, 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 yeah. a, it's, a, it's, from it was, play, it's from Play School. Yeah. It was a little. They're, they are only about two inches tall, maybe an inch wide. Yeah. They're a little but bit bigger than yeah. your standard D&D hero mini. Yeah. But anyway, they're figures of different Autobots and mm-hmm. Decepticons and stuff. And John had already collected a whole bunch of them. And apparently he was only missing two. Yep. The only two that did not come out in that series uh, was, um, what's his face? Uh, Wheeljack mm-hmm. and Ratchet, which I totally thought Ratchet was in there, but he's not. But yes. So the other that I'm finally getting to is there's enough space in there that if you wanted to upgrade your game instead of using the cardboard <laughs> chits, you, you totally could totally use those little... And I'm totally doing that. Or you could do them, you know, buy an STL file and 3D print out a miniature. I mean, you could. Or whatever. Essentially, there's enough room in the box for expansions and mm-hmm. and uh, spicing it up, you know, kitting it out. So. Yep. All right. So, again, once again, we were talking about Transformers, the deck building game. By Renegade Game Studios. So, transform and roll out, I guess. Well, go on, make the noise. You made me make it playing the game. But you didn't. Make I know, it. right? I can't make the noise either. As I point them reviews from the Swarmcast, if you don't like it, I'm a come over and kick down. Tail! Tail! <laughs> Toast meant to say tail. Toast. <laughs> Why do you do that? Oh, yeah. The Swarmcast presents Puzzles! Hello, Swarmcast fans. So this puzzle is the Transformers, and it was produced by Renegade Game Studios. It's actually the cover to their Transformers, the deck builder game. So the piece count on this is 1,000 pieces. Size is 50 by 70 centimeters or 19.5 inches by 27.5 inches. And average retail price about 20 bucks. Fun fact, this is based on the Transformers Deck Builder by Renegade Game Studios, as I said, which is all based around a G1 or Generation 1 Transformers aesthetic. Each box contains the puzzle pieces, a Ziploc bag to store all the pieces in, a reference picture, which is about the size of a piece of paper, so about 8.5 by 11. So let's get into the quality of pieces. As far as clumping, there was maybe two pieces that were kind of clumped together. Um, damage out of the box, there was only one piece that had very minor, minor or negligible damage. And as far as the puzzle dust, there was little to none of that. So the size of the pieces, each piece is about a 1 by 1 inch. The quality of the art, uh, it's excellent. It's very crisp and clean transfer from the original source. All the lines on the characters are very clear. And as far as the difficulty, we gave it a medium. Um, There's a lot of similar colors that are being used in multiple characters, such as the red in Optimus and Ironhide, the white in Wheeljack and Ratchet, uh, Megatron, and RC seems to have a lot of pink and surprisingly... A lot of red in the character of RC. You think it's she's mostly pink, but nope. There's a lot of red in her and quite a bit in Ratchet as well. Uh, the puzzle was completed by two of us. And the time for us to put it together was roughly about 20 hours, 15 minutes. And we recommend this puzzle for fans of the Generation 1 Transformers or the current, tra- current uh, Transformers toy line, which is inspired by the Transformers Generation 1 series. 
and for people like like me, like this nerd right here, John, yay, big Transformer fan. So again, this was Transformers Puzzle by Renegade Game Studios. Podcast at gmail dot The following game reviews were submitted by attendees at Scarab Gaming Convention. RPG 5e, a kingly game, reviewed by William. The good. Great group from Friday afternoon. Sleepy, but energy was good. The bad. Could use more players, but the table made. Other. None. Recommend? Yes. Buy? Yes. RPG 5e, a kingly game, reviewed by Calvin. The good. Nice run with the vehicle mechanics uh, that I have never used. Enjoyed a homebrewed world that the GM had made. Uh, The bad and the other, none. Recommend? Yes. Bye. Yes. RPG 5e, a kingly game. Reviewed by John. The good. Got to use awesome ship combat rules. The bad and the other, none. Recommend? Yes. Bye. Yes. RPG 5E Defending Deadham, reviewed by William. The good. Players had great interaction with the GM. They also had a lot of fun and signed up for more games because of this. The bad and the other, none. Recommend? Yes. Buy? Yes. RPG 5E Defending Deadham, reviewed by Calvin. The good. This was a fun world built using the D&D 5E system based on historical earth settings with fantasy influence, well-built pre-gen characters. The bad was only a four-hour game in a five-hour slot. The other, none. Recommend? Yes. Buy? Yes. RPG 5E Defending Deadham, reviewed by James. The good plays well was not difficult to learn. The bad and the other, none. Recommend? Yes. Buy? Maybe. RPG. 5e. Defending Deadham. Reviewed by John. The good. Was an original story? Had interesting dynamic characters. The bad. I want more. So, no. Not any complaints. Other. None. Recommend? Yes. Buy? Yes. Hey there, Toast. What are you doing? I'm getting ready for Scarab Gaming Convention. Scarab? What's that? What do you mean, what's that? You help run it. It's a gaming convention in January. Just just, just go along with it. Uh, uh, <clears throat> oh, I've heard of that. Isn't that in Columbia, South Carolina on MLK weekend? Uh, yeah, it's like four days. Friday through Monday, January 14th through 17th, 2022. Hey, Toast, what kind of stuff do they have going on at Scarab Gaming Convention? Well, it's a gaming con, so if I had to guess, um, games? You mean like role-playing games for adults and kids? Uh-huh. Organized play for D&D and Paizo games? Mm-hmm. Demos from publishers and other special guests? Pretty much. Miniatures gaming? An extensive board game library? Yes. Play to wins? Yes. Prizes? Costume contest, oh the gosh. Pharaoh's challenge, and more? Uh, yeah? Why? Oh boy, where do I sign up? What do you mean, where do you sign up? 
you know where to sign up. <clears throat> so that's, uh, you can register online by going to www.s-c-a-r-a-b.com or tabletop events, one word, slash conventions, slash scarab-2022. Yeah, that's how you get your badges and sign up for events. I hear they are taking all sorts of safety precautions this year for social distancing and stuff. Oh, yeah. We're doing stuff uh, as mandated by the CDC. So, again, Scarab Gaming Convention in Columbia, South Carolina, January 14th through 17th. And remember... Uh, hey, be safe, have fun, and if you're feeling sick, stay at home! I mean, my insurance does not cover human illnesses. And, you know, let me know, and if you are sick, I'll send you some uh, cobalt or chicken soup. Ah, well, that's it. That's the end of the show. You can try to go back to your regular life now, whatever that means. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it, and we want you to check us out on... Huh, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon, uh, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher. You know, wherever you're going to find podcasts. Uh, you can find good ones, and you can find ours there, too. Also, you should, uh, like, subscribe, hit a bunch of buttons, whatever, for us on things like Facebook, uh, Twitter, YouTube. Also, just let us know, should we do, like, TikTok? And if so, like, what would we even do on TikTok? I don't even know. You know, it's just a lot of stuff for a cobalt to handle at this moment. Alright, so go out, go play some games, darn it. And uh, let us know what you're playing and what you might be interested at swarmcastpodcast at gmail.com. So when you think of Swarmcast, think of us. And when you think of Toast, think of me. <laughs>
Get the biggest hand! <laughs> 